0: Episode 16 of This Watch Life. Hi, I'm Lydia Winters. And I'm Boo Booey. And today we're talking about Turning Point Watches. Again! Well, well, I mean, yeah, it is again, <laughs> but it's just my turn.
1: Yes, it is your turn.
0: And you got to go first because I was too lazy to do mine.
1: Yeah, that seems to be a recurring theme. Yeah. I'll You're just, like, oh, uh, let's do this. But you know, it could be two episodes. You go first.
0: Well, you know that age-old age adage, mm-hmm. first is the worst. Second is the best.
1: <laughs> is that an age old <laughs> adage?
0: Yeah. But then its third is the one with the hairy chest. So
1: I don't know how it goes. <laughs> Where did this even come from?
0: I don't know. Didn't you ever say that when no, you were a kid? Definitely
1: oh. not. I... I guess it's not as age old as you thought. No,
0: it's not as age old. And it probably <laughs> doesn't go across cultures and languages. So probably yeah, it's not. probably very Florida. <laughs> so
1: turning point watches.
0: <laughs> yes. So a turning point watch is a watch that shifts your collecting or your relationship with watches,
1: according to us. According we, we made this up.
0: Yeah, it, don't don't try to look it up in the dictionary. <laughs> okay, That's why I'm giving you a de- a definition here.
1: Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's the point at which uh, it's a watch that creates a point at which you kind of like. Move in a new direction.
0: Yes, you see a difference in your collection or collecting. Mm. And we did yours, which yes. was really great. You had quite a few. And I have three watches yes. that I have pinpointed as my turning points. And
1: we're going to go in order?
0: Yes. I, I like chronological okay. order. Okay. It's, it's more. Let's start from the beginning. Let's start Let's at go the way beginning. Back. Yes. Yeah. I talked recently about my Tag Heuer link that Vu bought me as my first luxury watch. Mm -hmm. It is definitely not a turning point watch. So once again, for (laughs) the sentimentality, I could probably leave it alone because it was actually the second watch, the second luxury watch that you bought me, Mm -hmm. which really is a turning point watch. And that is my Cartier Tank Solo in rose gold. Yeah, yeah. And that watch, you let me pick out. Mm -hmm. We went to the store together. This
1: was December 2014.
0: Yes. And you were like, pick a watch. Mm -hmm. And of course, I wanted to go with a Cartier. And it was also special. It was so special that even when you gave me the watch that I knew I was getting because it was going to be for, towards Christmas, I still cried. You had
1: picked it out, yeah, uh, yeah, and then you made me put it in a box and wrap it and hold they on. They wrapped to it. it at the store. Okay, but you made all that happen, and then I had to just sit there with this watch no, in a box. No,
0: he gave it to me the day it came in.
1: Oh, did I? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's why
0: I got it on, like, a random day in December. Definitely not Christmas. I mean,
1: this was ten years ago. I don't really remember. But typically what happens is I get you a gift. I want to give it to you immediately. Yes. No delay. And you make me wait at least some amount of time before giving it to you, if not until the day that it's supposed to be given, yes. supposedly, yes. by the rules.
0: But either way, you don't remember. So no, it's No, I guess I
1: didn't remember. So that worked out. Okay, about this watch.
0: Yes, so this watch really, I'm calling it a turning point watch because it completely shifted how I felt about watches. Yeah. All of a sudden, like, this is the watch where if I didn't have a watch on my wrist, I felt weird. Like, oh, this, like, why, where's my watch? I need to go back and get it. So it created this relationship of, like, the romanticism of like putting on the watch every day, mm-hmm. looking at the watch, mm-hmm. thinking about the watch. Mm-hmm. This is so beautiful. I can't like I never thought I'd have something like this. It really created the routine actually around putting a watch on my wrist and that this is something that I needed and wanted to do all the time.
1: Except this, the part where you you said it.
0: No, yeah, I did set it all the time.
1: Oh, so you used to set all the time, and recently you don't. Wait, it's quartz, so it just stays set.
0: Yeah, but also, I mean, a Cartier is pretty loosey-goosey. There's no, there's no minute markers. <laughs>
1: the, wait, the, there's no, no, there's minute markers on that, aren't there? Well,
0: yeah, but I mean, more like, like to the minute. Yeah. To the minute mark.
1: So yeah, there's no second's
0: hand. <laughs> there's no second's hand. Yeah. So you got it is it is a bit loosey-goosey anyway. Okay. You're off by a few minutes.
1: <laughs> so this was the watch that essentially just turned you into a person who wears watches all the time.
0: Yes. It really, yeah, it was the watch that I always say this is the watch that got me into watches. Yeah. It's the watch that propelled me very quickly after to buy my first Rolex, mm-hmm. uh, which was a Jake date just because i realized i wanted to always have a watch on Mm -hmm. but the one thing is a cartier tank solo in rose gold is not a a gotta go anywhere (laughs) do anything watch
1: no it's not it has low water (laughs) resistance it has a leather strap there are things that it's not best for.
0: It's a precious metal case. Mm-hmm. It's like actually all the things that are not.
1: I bet you a go some people have worn it as a gada. I mm. mean, you wouldn't wear it swimming. Yeah. But aside from that one activity of being in water, I'm sure there are people who have worn their Cartier Tank everywhere else.
0: Yeah, that's true. But yeah. that is my first turning point watch.
1: That's pretty cool. That's a good 2014, turning
0: 2014, December. Then we go quite a while
1: mm-hmm.
0: into the future mm-hmm. to—
1: Not without watches.
0: No, Just because— Just without
1: turning point watches. Well,
0: actually, the interesting thing is so after I bought the, the Rolex mm-hmm. Datejust, which was right after, and that was a my first luxury watch purchase myself, mm-hmm. I didn't buy any more watches until the next watch. You bought me watches. I bought
1: you watches. I bought
0: watches for you. Yeah. So like I...
1: But you didn't buy yourself a I watch for a long yeah, time. Yeah,
0: Until January okay. 2020, which was exactly five years after I had bought myself the Rolex Stagist. Mm-hmm. And the thing was like a good watch owner back then and a first-time watch owner and definitely not what I do now, it was five years and I was supposed to service it. So yep. I sent it in to be serviced.
1: Right when we were going on vacation.
0: Yeah, which is funny. I thought it would like, I don't know, fall apart because I could have waited two months. <laughs> yes, it wouldn't it have been a big deal. But, but you were like,
1: nope, it's got to go like, in. Like
0: I bought it January 5th or whatever. I took it in January 5th. <laughs> I was like, Here you I go. really
1: do think it was almost to the day. That it you brought was, it, in. it was.
0: I really yeah. thought that... I don't know that it would just like fall apart on my hand. Water's yeah. leaking in; like yeah. it just like implodes. I mean,
1: before <laughs> going on vacation, after five years, I would say since snorkeling and swimming mm-hmm. were in the in the plans, then it would have made sense to at least get it tested. Yes, but you didn't I didn't mean do to that. I because sent, you it just sent it away.
0: <laughs> and then I still had to get the new watch I bought mm-hmm. tested because it was a vintage a neo-vintage mini-sub, a Tudor mini-sub. Yeah. And I looked back because it was like, I really could not remember why did I decide on a mini-sub mm-hmm. other than the fact that we were going on vacation to Vietnam. I wa- wanted to have a watch that I could wear in water. Yes. So I was like, is was that it? But then I looked back and actually... We were looking at.
1: You looked at your old text messages. Yes. Yeah. We
0: were looking at the old Tudor Black Bay series, mm-hmm. and the basically before the five link, so the oyster bracelet. I don't know what they call an oyster. I don't know. Yeah. Three link. <laughs> three. Maybe. I think so. Oh, a three link. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't sure if you were guessing. <laughs> no.
1: Uh, I mean, I am guessing, but I, I. Anyway.
0: Anyway, I Vu had been there looking at a BB58 at mm-hmm. the time, the guilt, and you sent me a photo of all the the black bays and I was like, Oh, I think I would like a little thirty two. I had really gotten like I wanted a little a, a little smallly yeah. for my wrist. I think because we were we were traveling mm-hmm. and it just felt like it would be fun and have yeah. something different because my date just was a thirty six. I wasn't at the time going up in size. No. So I thought like let's go for a really cute diver. Yeah. When I looked through our messages, I had sent like old Omega Seamasters mm. an old Rolex Yachtmaster and after looking at the the BB32 which I I just didn't feel a connection with
1: mm-hmm.
0: then I really started down the Tudor path and mm. found these adorable
1: I'm wondering did tiny you go subs. even try on The Black Bay 32.
0: Yes, we did. Oh, okay. Yeah, we went and tried it on, and I thought it was beautiful, but it just like it was just a watch I didn't connect with. Yeah. And so I got home, Mm -hmm. found the Tudor mini sub, Mm -hmm. and I was just like, this is the one. Yeah. It's really cool because it was also made at a time where the oyster case back is from Rolex, Mm -hmm. the crown is made by Rolex. Mm -hmm. So it really shows that history of how like tightly the company is well, it's sister company. So they were yeah, yeah. very t- siblings. Yes. They were they were <laughs> siblings. They were very very tight. But I just loved that watch. We went and got it tested to make sure that I could wear it in the water. Yeah, and Passed it just the was so easy to wear in Vietnam, and I loved it on our whole trip. Then we went to Japan right after, and to Tokyo, and then the world closed down.
1: Yes, it did. While we were on our trip. Yeah,
0: while we were on our trip, it was it was yeah, things were (laughs) we
1: had to escape.
0: Yes. Things were definitely starting to feel like, okay. like this is something big and very global. But when I bought the Tudor mini sub, that actually that start of 2020, adding in the pandemic, adding in just listening to a lot of watch podcasts that really like propelled me into like, watch collecting. That's where yeah. I started buying myself watches. In That's Tokyo, true. I bought myself an IWC. So I was very quick. Like, it was yeah. like, I bought one. I bought two. I bought, like,
1: woo. It kind of It kind of flowed after that. It, yeah. It, so it, it opened up your watch collecting desire. Like, your desire to own more than just a couple watches.
0: Yes. And that was the first time my watch collecting was more, like, spurred on from myself. Mm-hmm. Because I had only... Purchased the Rolex Datejust at that point.
1: Yeah, and so, so then you, this you, was your like Cartier collecting and Rolex combo, kind of were your two watch collection. Perfect. Even though I collection. had bought you a couple of Nomos mm-hmm. watches in for milestone, like birthdays and other milestones. Until you got your tutor, you didn't consider yourself like someone who was collecting watches.
0: No, I didn't. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as I got the the Tudor. And then quickly the IWC. I really like that sort of succession. Yeah. In my watch collecting journey, it's always like a one-two.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. One. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's true. You got the tank and then immediately the day chest. And then you got the mini sub and then immediately an IWC 3706.
0: Yes. Uh pilot's watch. And, yeah. it, and so I feel like that sort of set me on the path. It also was when I reached out to Kat and Catelyn from 10 and 2. I was listening to their podcast. Mm-hmm. And then you you go forward a year, and that's when I started my watch Instagram. And mm-hmm. then, like, all hell broke loose at that point. <laughs> Just so many watches. Well, I was looking, and well, I was like, on. whoa. So okay. you
1: still have one more watch. Yes. One more turning point watch.
0: One more turning point watch. And I decided... That my last turning point watch is my Rolex Oyster Perpetual Turquoise, mm-hmm. which is my 36 f- first colorful, not my first colorful watch, but my first really bright colorful watch mm-hmm. because y- you had already. Is it
1: for your first OP? Yes. Okay.
0: And my first OP.
1: Right. And that, no, most people don't talk about their first OP. Yeah, as, I guess that tells you all you need to know. A bunch of Rolex Oyster Perpetuals. But yeah. So what's interesting about this watch? I had tried to get you into the OPs when, especially when the colorful series hit. And your initial response to that was I own a date just, the OP is the same thing.
0: Yeah, I don't have that opinion anymore.
1: I just, I just wanted to make sure you that always, everyone, you knows always, everyone knows.
0: Everyone that... knows. You tell everyone. Boo's like, hi, <laughs> my name's Boo Boo. Lydia didn't like Oyster Perpetuals.
1: <laughs> and now she owns four.
0: Now she owns four. So I just wanted to let you know. This is just Boo's standard opening line now.
1: <laughs> I just, I'm still I was not right, over it. And she was I'm, wrong. <laughs> I'm still not over how right I was and how wrong you were.
0: Yeah, it is really a perfect, it is a perfect watch for me. Yeah, But this was in July 2021. Mm -hmm. I had gotten into the watch community. 2021 was a banger year Mm -hmm. (laughs) for watches because I was starting on Instagram, seeing all these cool things. And the reason that I feel beyond, yes, the oyster perpetual of it all. (laughs) that this is a turning point watch, is that when I bought this watch in July, it was very colorful. So it was the Mm -hmm. first time I was really embracing color in a new way, in like a big way. And also we took it to, on a trip to Iceland. And that was where, with the turquoise, I brought the turquoise and the root beer Mm -hmm. on that trip. And the turquoise really just... I loved photographing it. Yeah. I love photographing it in all the nature of Iceland, all of the different, yeah, just every surface in Iceland, natural surface, I wanted to photograph my watch on. And that actually also changed my photography. Mm -hmm. It was when I reached out to, or when Hasselblad reached out and asked me to be a Hasselblad heroine from some of the images on that trip. I felt like those were the ones that I was like. So that
1: watch. Got you the heroin ship?
0: Well, or yeah, it helped. It definitely <laughs> helped with it. And it really just changed my desire to use more natural settings. And mm-hmm. I think when I look back at my photography, mm-hmm. it really, there is a shift around that time. Whereas before, what I was doing is like creating small settings. With the turquoise, I started looking for those, like, what's a complementary color? Yeah. Because all of a sudden I have this bright in-your-face color watch. Yeah. And it really made me look at the world differently. Like, if I saw orange, I was like, oh, there's leaves. There's this. There's mm-hmm. that. And so it that watch, I think, shaped who I am as a watch photographer and then also as a collector because now I'm just an OP collector.
1: There's yeah, a, you definitely a little OP, are an OP.
0: A little collector. OP lady. I'm just waiting for watches and wonders what those new OPs is gonna look like. <laughs> Give me those OPs.
1: <laughs> or they'll just discontinue just some. Yeah, and not but not add any new ones.
0: No, they'll add some new ones. Maybe. I hope so.
1: Celebration.
0: I want I just want that but I have that. So I want them to <laughs> I want them to add some new colors. Who okay. knows?
1: I guess we'll see. Yeah. So those are your three. Turning point watches.
0: Yes. And it's been really fun to hear some of your turning point watches. So if you want, leave us a little comment on yes. Instagram and let us know what watch turned your collecting.
1: Turned your points.
0: Tur- mm. Seems weird. Turned your points. Yeah, I
1: don't
0: know. Point, <laughs> <Yeah>. point taken. <laughs> point taken. We're <laughs> oh, getting out of no. here. <laughs>
1: Bye, everyone. Have a wonderful day. <laughs> Bye. Bye.